I don't know that you'd necessarily call it a pastime, but I think it's, uh, well, I think once you get in the business of looking at engagement rings yourself, you kind of start going, okay, let's see what other people are doing. Uh, let's take a peek at this. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. So uh, my question is, what do we think of MGK's engagement ring to Megan Fox? Dude, I got to be honest. I think it is beautiful. I think it's very creative. Um I think the amount of time that went into picking it out, whether, you know, MGK did it or not, whatever, but, you know, it's got his birthstone on it. It's got her birthstone on it. That's what, you know, the combination of the two is absolutely beautiful. Um, And I think there's a lot of like sentimental things behind it because I know there's like thorns that they have uh, placed in it. And I don't know how they're necessarily placed in it or if the placement of them is just like hypothetical thorns because love is pain or whatever because you know punk rock punk rock babe that's basically what i get from that no that's fair i think that's the best way to classify that that's the part i really want to talk about because everything you said to the it's correct like everything that mccall said i agree with the birthstone it makes a heart it's a magnet held it all together it looks Mm -hmm. very beautiful it Mm -hmm. seems very sentimental well put out the thorns to make it painful to not take it off. And I guess painful is a subjective word. Is it just right. like, ow? Or is it like, oh, I can't do this? See, I don't think it's, I wouldn't imagine that it's that much. Just prob- probably more like an, ah, little uncomfy, you know? I, I would hope so. But, but is it the know. notion as a whole? And and maybe not. Because in the celebrity world, right, people are always going to have their eyes on Megan Fox, basically wherever she is. I.e., like, no one's going to be able to, like... No, what? Megan Fox was here and like someone stole her engagement ring? I didn't see that at all. Like, that's never going to happen. Right. And I would imagine that the, so even, she might even have security. It just, to me, like when you read the, <laughs> and that's why it's funny that McCall classifies it, punk rock, babe. Because yeah. that's, that's how it feels. But like the notion that like, you can never take this off is, to me, not realistic. Because yeah. I feel like every once in a while you're going to be like, I just, like, I gotta wash my hands. So we'll do that. I don't want to sleep with it. Maybe I'm gonna go do something nuts, bungee jumping or something. I wanna, Just for safety, I'm gonna leave it here. I don't want to lose my hand. I don't know. And then my brain was like, "Well, what if she gets caught in a situation? She gets caught on a ring, and all of a sudden she's dragging against her finger, and just like <sighs> that's unlikely to happen." But you know, yeah. that's how my brain works. Oh, so uh, right. I can't do anything about it. Right. I I don't know. I think it's um, honestly, I think it's pretty just just interesting. To say the least, it's definitely different. Yeah, but it's a. I I think all in all, the amount of time that went into like picking it out and then you know, placing it and stuff. I think it's it's a very, I don't know, sen- sentimental. I guess the best way to to put it. I mean, kudos. Sweet. I mean, I to be full fully honest. Once upon a time, someone suggested. Family member helping me buy a ring for Ashley, engagement ring for Ashley, but they wanted it to be just emerald, which is my birthstone, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No, this makes sense. Yeah, because emerald, it's emerald and diamond for the two of them. Yep, because that's both of their birthstones. Yeah, that makes sense. Beautiful. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I give her a ring? It's just my stone. Like, yeah. it makes no sense whatsoever. This is good. You can see more and kind of the breakdown as MGK talked about in the interview on uh, the BuzzFeed article up on our Facebook page. Utah's VFX. All right, so now that we've we've critiqued that, um, I got an opportunity. Producer Butters tagged along as well to do some cupcake judging yesterday. Mm, okay. 
And it was fun. I like doing it. However, it reminded me as a kid that my dad always used to say, oh, man, if I could do one thing, I'd want to be a food critic. And I got news for dad. Oversimplified the job completely. Perfect. You know, being in an age of social media that I am and then growing up past it, right, where now I'm the old one, mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX, and listening to the comments from people older than me, I think we do this a lot. We oversimplify jobs. Yeah. Right? And I think in our position, not to brag, but I think we get it a little bit. I've definitely heard before, like, oh, you just play music and talk. Like, how hard could it be? And we're like, <laughs> yep, that's it. take a swing then. Enjoy. And the only reason I bring that up is because... Uh, yesterday I got to judge cupcakes over at the Pioneer Valley Lodge and it's the third time they've invited me over. First time I got to do cupcakes. Also pro tip, don't eat seven cupcakes in one sitting. That's fair. It will murder you. It's a lot. It, it was close. That's a lot. But you know, it's fun to do. Cause like, how do you pass it up? The, 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 the pitch is come eat free food. Mm-hmm. Tell us which is good and bad. And that's the end of it. And you're like, done, done. done. Why would I not? <laughs> and growing up. My dad used to say that all the time. Oh, man, if I could be anything, I want to be a food critic. And you think, travel the world, get free food, judge it. Yeah. Why would I not want to do that? And maybe ultimately, I'm overcomplicating. I don't think so. But after sitting and getting through the judging, I'm like, it's a little bit tougher than uh, than dad thought it was. Mm-hmm. A little bit tougher because then they they, print it, they sit it down and you got to sit and you, you got to come up with your parameters. So for the cupcakes yesterday, we had to judge presentation, mm-hmm. taste, mm-hmm. and originality. Right? Said, okay, how do you want to define originality? We're sitting there with the other judges. Producer Butters came with me. And you're like, okay, how are we going to do this? And then, you know, like, what do you think? And this is what I think. And we score it differently, right? Because we're not going to all sort the same thing. But we're like, oh, I like this. And we're like, oh, this is... And you go back and forth that it's interesting. But then, like, then we get to the point where it's time to tally up the scores. Because it's easy. Like, they set them down and you feel weird. And you're like, okay, cool, thank you. Really appreciate it, seriously. You did a lot of hard work. And then they go away. And then there's one you don't like, inevitably. Whatever it is. Right. And then you're like, I don't want to tell them that, like, this one got, like, a five. Because I didn't like it. It sucks. It's tough. Because they're all, like, at the end of the day, because Bruce Brothers asked me at, right at the beginning, he goes, he goes, well, the first one, he goes, this is better than anything I could make. I go, oh, if we're going to do that, nine's across then the board. nine's all nines the way. Nine's across tens, the board. Everybody gets ten. Everybody wins. See, the, I, growing up, I thought that that's what I wanted to do, too. Food I wanted critic? to do food critic. Yeah, I thought it would be very entertaining. Uh, I thought it would be, you know, I love food. A very very intrigued with it. I think it's delicious. Um, I think you may have to pay for it places that you go if you travel, just because I think that's just part of it. Especially like getting your getting the groundwork done because you have to still pay for it and then, you know, develop, oh well, they're a food critic because they do whatever. And then, you know, get your reputation that way. But I don't think I could do it at this point, solely on the fact that my taste buds messed. For the rest of my life, I'm sure. I don't really know. Maybe not. But like anybody uses any sort of like peanut butter or anything, wrecked. Can't have it. I can't. There's no peanut. No, there was no peanut butter yesterday. So good news. That is that is good news. I can tell you the one that won was a s'mores cupcake. Ooh. That had like a, the cupcake itself had like a small graham cracker bottom and then it was chocolate and then marshmallow frosting with graham cracker dust and uh, cuts, uh, 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 curls. Scrapings of chocolate is the word I'm looking for. And then a little melted marshmallow cup that you poured mm. over the top. Cute. It was delicious. That sounds cute. It won. Sounds tasty. Again, it was, it's a ton of fun. I like doing it. I just realized, Dad, you say, dream job. And I'm like, 
little bit harder than you think it is. Because I don't want to tell people they, that I didn't like it. Because yep. they worked really, really hard still. Yep. <sighs> hey, with the snow coming, speaking of things we don't like, right? Yay, snow. Uh, but with the snow coming, I think it just brings back the discussion we got into yesterday back to the forefront because we're going to get more snow, potentially more ice. And the question is, why even bother to trust ICE? Why? Why take the risk? How do people trust ICE? <laughs> like legitimately, like I just, how do you do it? AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debate at eight. And at this point, you're wondering, AJ, why are you such an idiot? I, I mean, like, when you go ice fishing or the lady yesterday, and granted, she fell in, so she trusted a little too much, but she got vroom vrooming pretty good from the Florida Knot store, or bonus Florida Knot store yesterday in Canada. She did. There was also a guy who ran from the cops in Boston. He ran out onto a frozen river, and then he fell through, surprise, the ice. Had to be rescued. That terrifies me. That video, by the way, the lady vroom vrooming from a, back door, a backyard cam is on our Twitter, She's, Utah's VFX. And she is hauling. She is moving. Like, impressive. But, like, that's the thing. So, I made the prediction. We didn't do resolutions. We made predictions. Right. And one of mine was that either one of McCall or I was going to suffer a ridiculous injury because we went a stretch. It's been mostly McCall, but it's something that feels uneasy about one of the two of us doing it. But McCall suffered the ridiculous injuries. And so, all of a sudden, we started running into silly stories. And, you know, I, I work with someone when I do the high school broadcast who's mm-hmm. big in ice fishing. And I just want to know... How you know? Well, usually you look at the the ice and then you see how how deep it is because sometimes it's like, oh hey, the ice is a foot and a half deep. You know what? I trust that. I'd stand on that. But is is it a foot and a half across the board? Is it different for body of water? What are the rules for well, ice trusting? You're not trusting? walking out into the middle of it. You're walking out somewhere. Well, yeah, but you got to drill into it. Okay, mm. so when you drill into Mm-mm. the ice, Mm-mm. you can see how deep it is Mm-mm. when you drill. Now, am I going to go ice fishing? Absolutely not. That doesn't sound like an enjoyable time yeah, to me, if I'm being honest. To be, yeah. You have tents. I know. Okay. Or sh- I, I know you have whatever, right? tents, and I know you have heaters that you can set out there, and you can warm up, and it's like a decent time inside of a little hut. Which still doesn't make sense to me. You're like, all right, we're going to stand on ice in the middle of water. All right, let's get a heater going. Yeah. It just seems doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's not going to melt through the foot or whatever of, of ice. Mm. But, mm. you know, mm. still. Mm. Mm. still. Uh, the fear of cold is cryophobia, by the way. I was trying to see what the fear of falling through ice is. <laughs> the next thing down is an article. Somebody was looking for advice. My friend wants to try ice fishing, but is afraid of falling through the ice. Yeah. Probably not a good place to go then. But I just, I just don't under, I just, it's not a place I'll find myself. Uh-huh. And I just want to understand how you know, how you know, to be honest. Because like that lady the distance she was covering covered a significant amount of ice from the bonus Florida dot story mm-hmm. yesterday. I feel I, like for the most part, I have this like mutual respect for ice. I know you're dangerous. So if I walk on you and I respect your danger, let me let me be okay. That's so, basically it. So by that method, you're saying you could walk out a significant distance as long as you told the ice, I respect you. I respect Th- you. Is that what you're saying? I know you're scary. Very, very clear. I know you have a little bit of a distance as well underneath. I know there's I know there's some thickness to you. That's okay. I respect that, okay, that. Okay, so you answered my question. That's how you figure out when you can ice fish. You smack it and you go, man, she thick. And yep. then you go ice fishing. Yep. Got it. Okay, solved it. That's it. Okay, so it, that's one way. But much less serious, like if somebody falls through ice, you're going to be like, that's a ridiculous way to get injured. 
It, it seems, I think, when you state like you actively chose to, you know, put a heater or a fire or cut a hole into it, it starts to get a little more ridiculous. But, like, in this day and age, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you, so you mentioned Ice Road Trucker yesterday when we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. What happens in that show? They drive across icy places. Is it just that simple? I watched a video. I watched a. I watched a movie with Liam Neeson in it at one point in time. I'm pretty sure it was Liam Neeson, and you can imagine exactly how that went. It was like, action, action. Oh no, this guy that we're driving with is obviously out to kill us. How are we supposed to get away? I don't know. Oh no, he took our truck. What are we gonna do? I guess we have to walk across this icy terrain. Oh no, you fell in the water and died. What am I supposed to do? It was a mess. Spoilers. <laughs> I don't know that it was even Liam Neeson, but I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Cool. I just remember watching it and being like, this isn't realistic. Trailer breakdown with Ema call Taylor. You're Crush. welcome. You feel like you were there, right? You saw the whole movie. Yep. They get to the end and they find his kid. Oh. That's Th- yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Of course. His kid's always missing. Liam Neeson needs to watch his kids better. He did. Yeah, that is true. Will not disagree at all. After I, I one time, put a tracking device on I him. I believe it's uh, Deadpool 2 where he makes a line. He's like, after the second time, kind of seems like irresponsible parody. <laughs> yeah. Kind of seems like it. Uh, <laughs> that conversation, the whole ice conversation started because of a bonus Florida not story and, you know, it being wintertime in Utah. Go figure. Yep. Uh, so let's see what Florida not has for us today. By the way. I think we'll get to this after we get to today's story. Somebody called us yesterday about one of the stories and revealed a detail that to me is super not cool. Oh. Do you ever think there's a day anyone listens to Florida or not, and then they kind of listen to the AJ McCall show and they go, you know what? I can't tell who's dumber. Might be AJ McCall today. Mm-hmm. You think so? Fingers yeah. crossed today's yeah. not that day. AJ McCall on VFX. Hopefully we got good headlines. What? What are we what are we fighting against in well, terms of intellect? Well, uh, we got a guy in a high speed chase who refused to stop until he finished his burger. Um Okay. I I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Story one. Then we got the, Do you think the burger was even that good? Uh I've had, I've had decent burgers. Decent burgers. While driving. Not while driving. Sorry. Totally while <laughs> of driving. Of course not. Of no. co- never, never, never at all. Wink. My, one of my favorite moments, we were, uh, I was in a psychology class in high school, just an intro class, and he was talking about how, something along the lines of like how morals sort of go out the window when we want something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll give you an example that's not even that bad. He's like, when you go to get food and you're hungry, he goes, I bet some of you. You're not supposed to have just one hand on the wheel, but you'll eat your food and have one hand on the wheel. Or, yeah. or a step further, some of you will have both hands off the wheel because you got to eat it, and you'll have the passenger with one hand on their food yep. holding the wheel for you while you just manage to handle that. And then everybody's like, no, no. And then we got story number two, which involves a guy who got arrested for arson after he set his apartment on fire. He was trying to stay warm. I mean, that is a something. way to do it. It's something. So there you go. Two crazy stories. <laughs> I feel confident we're going to come in at least slightly more intelligent than today's Florida Not Stories. Fingers crossed. I thought about it, and I decided setting your own house on fire to stay warm is not a good idea. You know what? I'm I'm proud of you for thinking about that. AJ and McCall, the Northern Glass Pro Florida Not on VFX. Though I will tell you this, if you want to... 
I wouldn't even call it a life hack. This just feels like lesson I learned from when I was poor. If you make something and you use the oven, you can leave it cracked after you're done using it. And it's turned off, right? And let the heat exit so you can warm up at least that room. It's better than starting a fire, that's for sure. And trust me, I have some experience in potentially starting fires. Yeah. That being said, two full stories, please. Okay, story one. 37-year-old guy got into a high-speed chase with the cops. At one point, he was doing 60 through a 25, which is bad. Don't do that. Okay. School zone. He rolled through, like. rolled through six stop signs in a row. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Finally pulled over when he got home. He stepped out of his car. He was holding a half-eaten burger. The cops were like, stop. And he was like, I can't stop. I just purchased this burger and I want to finish it. <laughs> Just, what? Like, so why was he speeding though? Uh, he claimed his brakes were out. Well, he, no, no, no. You'd eventually slow down if your brakes were out. Like, you wouldn't maintain a certain level. Like, Sixty. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He stopped. Also, like, yeah. no. Yeah. No. Uh, they arrested him for no. fleeing the police, driving without a license or insurance. <laughs> Turns out he hadn't showed up to court for his recent battery case. So they also tacked on charge a charge for not dimming his high beams when he should have. Oh, okay, that's it. I hate this guy. Yep. I absolutely hate this guy. Yep. So there's uh there's story number one. Then we got story number two, which involves a guy who got arrested for setting a fire inside of his apartment to stay home. Right, shouldn't do that. Uh sixty-six years old. He set a stack of paperwork in his apartment building at three AM on fire. The flames were large enough to set off a smoke detector. Which I mean, I mean, really doesn't say much yeah, because I, think, I agree. Like, I was I was cooking meat last night and yeah. set off my smoke detector yeah. three oh, times. Oh no, there's a little bit of smoke there. Warning! 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 I'm just cooking. Leave me alone. Anyway, uh, not the case with him. He, you know, burned it down. So he lives in a 30-unit building, and uh, residents were home during the incident since it was, you know, 3 a.m. Fair. Thankfully, no one was injured. Uh, he also has. Noted, had several options available to him through neighbors and owners of the building to stay warm, according to the police department. So, um, fire, not the best way. There you go. Two crazy stories. Pride cometh before the fall, huh? Yeah. Man, okay, so because you said he's like 66, I feel like I'm supposed to say story number two, but I hate the guy in story number one. It's a lazy excuse. I bet the burger really wasn't even that good. And, and... He wouldn't turn his high beams off. And he the battery thing, that's not great either. So, like, that dude sucks. That being said, I feel like I'm supposed to say story number two. So is it story number two? It is, actually. Correct. Good job. Let's be very clear. While that guy may be from Florida, the absolute worst person in this set of stories is the dude in number one. Florida Not with AJ McCall on VFX. Speaking of Florida Not, so yesterday we had the story right with the lady who did some blow, tried to run over a dude in a, tr- in a car, and right. then tried to pee on BMW, an officer. excuse you. Yes, yeah, specifically. How dare you? Very specific. High class. High class. And then tried to pee on an officer that was arresting her. Yeah. McCall and I were in complete agreement. Does it feel like that should have just been enough? Like, you could have said tried to pee on an officer, and I would have condoned, like, up, oh, taser. <laughs> we got a phone call yesterday, like, near the end end of the show, from a former police officer who had uh, some explanation for us on that. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're standing there and you have decided to apprehend said suspect, your police officer in this, and then they decide, I guess in all one swift motion, to drop trow and they're going to just let loose. What would you do? Cry. AJ McCall on VFX. That's my response. Big cry. 
Well, if you cry, then I got to be honest with you. It's going to get a whole lot messier here. Just a couple seconds if that's all your response is. <laughs> so, Dang it. So yesterday at Florida Not this Lady, you got high. She tried. To, she hit a dude with a she BMW. Did. She did hit him. Yep. And then, of course, while she was getting arrested, because there is some justice in the world, she decided to drop down and attempt to urinate on a police officer. Mm-hmm. To which I think very reasonably, McCall and I were like, absolutely not. Like, I would just start swinging immediately because that's just not tolerable. Yeah. And AJ was like, can't you arrest him? I would think uh, my argument was because we had we had the glitter story that I told you. Uh, you had the Pop-Tart one this week. Dude threw a pop He missed from right. an arm's length away, but he got charged with assault because he threw a Pop-Tart. So I was like, all right, urination yep. has got to be in that category. Yep. But we got this phone call yesterday that had a little bit more explanation to it. That's actually that's actually not a crime. I'm, I'm a former police officer. Now, unless they start throwing that oh. or whatever, it's not a crime. Like, they can just sit back. Huh. That's... And you can't do anything about it. Oh. But if they, if they turn it into a projectile and uh, let her loose at you, if they throw it at you, you know, even spit yeah. is, uh, is, a, is a violation. But, mm, how? Projectile. Like, like I, I know, but, like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to sit there and be like, Darn well, it. Ruin my day. Darn it. Can't do it. No, absolutely not. I will turn around and taser you where the sun don't shine and teach you. A le- I'm 100% on the taser for this one. On the taser. Like, no. Also, I apologize. Like, I don't feel like there's people out in the world that needed to know that information. So I apologize if this comes up mm. again. But I was blown away that that is a thing. Yeah. Ah, speaking of things, the new dating term we found out yesterday was telling ba- it's hardballing, telling people exactly what you want, which crazy. Wow. I've never heard of that before. Apparently there's also a new trend that's catching on and one woman was nice enough to document her viral attempt. And I got to tell you the AJ McCall show, if there's one thing we've definitely learned, especially I would say over the last two and a half to three years, be careful what you potentially manifest. Oh yeah. Because even though you're just trying to fake it, <laughs> Doesn't mean that it won't actually happen. Ta-da! Now I don't want to take anything away from women, but there's this rule among men. It's called "Bros." Before I'm not going to finish the sentence, Folks. and I don't know if everybody's seen the video. AJ McCall at VFX, but I know it went viral on TikTok. But the dude's with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend calls his best friend to just see what would happen. It says, "Hey, I'm looking for so and so," and he goes, "Oh yeah, he's right here." He said he's with you. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. right here. Seen right? that. See, so, you know, friends, etc. Yeah, friends. That being said, if there's one thing the AJ McCall show has definitely learned over the last two and a half to three years, it's be careful what you ma- potentially manifest yeah. because the uh, universe has a cruel sense of humor sometimes. So much. So All the time. <laughs> there's a new dating hack, which has gone viral, and that's how it's gotten spread mainstream a little bit more. A woman in the UK went on a date, and apparently it was atrocious. She could not stand it. And the reason you know she couldn't stand it is because she, she shared a video and explaining the whole thing that in the middle of the date, she went to the bathroom, called her friend and said, hey, I need you to send me a fake COVID positive test so I can get out of here. Friend oh was like, gosh. say less. Send her the test, changed the name, everything fake, added a little note, could be very contagious. So she came back and was like, oh my gosh, I have to leave immediately. 
I I think I'm COVID positive, and of course, no one questioned that. Dude himself was like, oh, yeah, I mean, please, get out of here. Right, go away. Gone. <sighs> Apparently, then she went to a different club, met a different guy, and had a, an evening alter. Good, good, good for them. Good for them. Good night. Here's, here's the thing, okay? I have many awards. Sorry, you can finish the story. Is there more more story? That was the end of it. Oh, okay, great. It. Here's the thing. No, like if you if you even if you even were to go test for COVID, okay, go home, <laughs> stay home, right? Like, right. If you're at a point where you're like, oh, maybe I should go get tested. Oh, uh, whatever. If you're getting tested, stay home. Oh, no, it was fake. Like, right. It was I, well, I know. Thing. I know that. But it's like, I feel like anybody who I'm hanging out with at that point in time, if I'm going on a date or something, would be like, wait a second. Why were you even talking about coming out on a date if you just went and got a COVID uh, test? Like, two plus two doesn't add up here. Just doesn't. So, what? <laughs> I mean, I guess I were to get it if it's like, oh, well, I have to go to a concert tomorrow night. And so I had to go and get the test for it. Like, sure. Still, though. It's a fair point. I just, so hardballing apparently hasn't reached this lady, or at least the UK maybe, because just this isn't going well. Right. Um, I have never been to the point where I have either A, tested and be like, hey, uh, I'm with you. Just say I'm with you. I've never done that. Nor have I ever been in a situation where I've been out on a, and I'm like, hey, uh, so like, just I'm gonna call you back and say you're crying because someone like died or something, right? I'll call you back in four four seconds because yeah. I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I've never had to do any of that. I That's think good. I think my friends would own up to it. That being said, it's like that thing where I feel like this, especially in this day and age, right? We've been dealing with COVID for coming up on two full years now. Right. This to me feels like the same thing where you don't pick a random family member and say, "Oh, so and so died," because then you're like, "No, no, Mm-mm. that's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much." And look, was the date bad? Okay. Was the date bad because the dude was a, a terrible person or anything? I'm going to guess not. Just wasn't a good date. And then the ending of the story, and I'm not saying she can't do it, but she went out with her friend. She met up with another guy. All that great. Kind of feels like just very quickly the story went from, ah, oh, that kind of sucks. I can understand getting out of a bad date. I've been there too. Not not villain, but you kind of warped it to like, a little bit. who's the bad guy in this story? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying karma's a real thing. It is. And manifestation happens. Yeah. I, I I don't think I would ever fake a COVID positive. It would take no. something extreme for me to be like, ah, COVID po- I'm COVID positive. I cannot make it. Just walk out. <laughs> like, Text your mom. I've done that before. Mom, call me. Oh, I got to go. My mom, you know, mom things. Mom, mom things. No, unquestioned. Mom just yep. mom things. Oh, yeah, we get it. Mom things. <laughs> so, speaking of COVID, uh, I think there's no question. McCall and I made it very clear that we grew up sans money. Yeah. Uh, so, now, s- slightly money. And so, the question is, is it a money, not necessarily is it a money thing, but does it take money when it comes to the, how you deal with being sick as an adult? Because we uh, have a mutual friend who had a COVID scare and then explained how they completely dive, divided up the house. And all I can think was, wow, it must be really nice to be able to do that. <laughs> oh, gosh. No one likes getting sick because even at the time, if you're like, oh, man, I kind of probably needed a break. So this is kind of good. Eventually, at some point, your brain kicks back in and goes, man, there's all this stuff I'm missing. I have to catch back up on. And then you just stress yourself back out. Yeah. AJ McCall, odd VFX. So I understand the notion of 
separating quarantine from your spouse, in especially in the age of COVID, to try and limit them from both having to be like, all right, well, we're both down for the count for the time being. Right. So mutual friends of ours, Blaine, had a COVID scare, didn't end up testing positive, but had a COVID scare. So for a couple days, uh, was stuck at home, and it was just him that had it, not his wife. Okay. And so I was like, oh, man, that stinks. How did how did you deal with it? Like, did your wife stay home, right, I'm assuming? And he was like, no. We di- divided the house, and I'm like, okay, get out of here. Like, oh. like legitimately, like you like drew a line down? Like, what did you do? He goes, no. I got the bedroom, the basement, and the main floor bathroom. She got everything else, and then she would bring food, since I didn't get the kitchen, and leave it at the door to me. Okay. And then I have a toaster in the bathroom with a loaf of bread and a big jar of peanut butter in case I need snacks. And uh, I had towels uh, <laughs> available, so I had everything I needed. And I was like... I gotta be honest, it sounds a little bit more inconvenient than it really does convenient. He goes, oh no, it's a total pain in the butt because I know there's only certain rooms I can go to, so I'm driving myself nuts. She can only go to certain rooms, but also we're staying away from each other, but I don't want her to get sick in case I have it. Right. And then the cynical side of me was like, oh, that must be nice to be able to divvy up your house or whatever. But I was, I get it. Yeah. I get it. We're all adults Mm -hmm. and no one wants to be massively behind in the work, but I was like, I don't. I mean, at for it's Ashley has some terrible version of the flu right now, and we have four rooms in the house, so right. like, there's no way to divvy up our little apartment, anyways. I'm like, I get it, I get it. I guess we'll sort it out, and if not, yay, immune system. Mm-hmm. But you got a house. I do. Have Would a you house. go to this extent? Um. You get this one, this one, and this one. I'll take that one, that one, and that one. So, like in years past, when I got the flu, uh, I don't know, probably like seven years ago ish dustin and i i mean we slept separate we did because it was like i was quarantined basically to the bedroom and i had the master bedroom and bathroom and then dustin had the living room sorry and the kitchen and stuff and so he'd make make dinner bring me dinner basically i was dying that was it you are truly an adult, the McCall Taylor. That's what. That's how I just see this. Like, I get it. It's inconvenient. I could be cynical about mm-hmm. it. What I was like, this is truly an adult decision. It was, yeah. And so this last go around, because I was sick this last week. Right. Um, I don't know what I had. It was awful, but I was down for the count. And I mean, we didn't really separate. We didn't really like do anything different. Slept in the same bed, still. Whatever. No, a step backwards. But. Dustin doesn't has like this ridiculous immune system. Like, dude doesn't ever, ever get sick ever. Knock on wood, but Fingers you know. Crossed. So I I think if we had the capability to, yeah, I think we would. Um, but I mm. uh, just it's that's something I am. I've always lived in small places, so that would be part of it. Maybe if I had yeah. the space, I would be like, all right, will you stay here and I'll stay here. I just don't. I don't think so because just every other time I'd be like. Whatever, whatever you got. If I get it, I get it. Or vice mm-hmm. versa. Because the other thing is, too, could have gotten it for me. Could have been something my immune system could handle, but I was still contagious. And then there yeah. you go. Yep. Could have been my fault. Yeah. My bad. Who knows? Wasn't trying to. Yeah. We had an email from a listener, speaking of dealing with interesting situations, and new daughter, driver's license, not so great at the parallel parking. Mm. Maybe, just maybe, a little bit, a little bit of, a little bit of destruction. And the question becomes, how do you deal with it? Because one wants to punish and one wants to explain. I got to be honest. I think there's a case for both here. There's one thing the AJ McCall show definitely spends a lot of time with. It's bad parking. 
Every week we're looking at it. So many times. So you've come to the right place, anonymous listener message. AJ McCall at VFX says, hey, AJ McCall, need advice in situation. Bring it on. So my daughter's 17. She just got her driver's license. Cool. We don't have off-street parking, so I live scramble to find spots. Yeah. So last week, I got home first and I parked in front of the house. Mm -hmm. My daughter came home a short time later. There's a spot behind me. So she had driving lessons, got her license. I assume she could parallel park. Didn't go so well. So she took out my quarter panel in the first attempt, then mm. panicked and backed into the neighbor's car behind her. Mm. So the issue we're having here is that I want to take away your driving privileges for a month or two to teach her a lesson. My wife says that only traumatize her, so I just need to explain it. What the heck do we do? <sighs> Caveat is, I'm not a parent. That said... I would agree with your wife in this situation because, like, what, what, I understand taking away privileges, sure, I get it, but at the same time, also, explaining is going to do way more good by saying, you know, this is why this ended up raising our insurance, you know, prices are obviously going up, we now have to repair this, and we have to pay for this car, and we have to do damage for your car, so all of this has to be tied in. And obviously, she feels guilty about it already. So I don't know what good taking away a privilege is going to do rather than turning this into a teaching moment and a lesson of learning how to do it. Now we'll go out and we'll go practice and then, you know, pay for the problem, whatever it is, extra chores or what, whatever. However, however you deem fit for that, because I think that's more so the lesson rather than just, oh, take it away. Sorry. I cannot believe that with the destruction of two different vehicles that you would say that she should get uh, not have it taken away. And I would completely agree. Yeah. Initially, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I feel like if I was in that situation, because I've scraped quarter panels before, not parallel parking, which I think is way worse, just trying to get places. Yeah. And. To be honest, nothing happened to me, but like my response was like, I get it. But then I was like, uh, I think you're going to more inconvenience yourself was immediately how my brain went. Cause I was like, well, if you say that part of losing driving privileges is that you're not going to be your shuttle service, right? Take her to her friends or whatever. You still got to take her to school, mm-hmm. pick her up from after school activities, mm-hmm. potentially maybe if she gets to spend time with her friends, maybe not that job possibly got to get her to that. Like, I remember I was dating a girl in high school, my senior year, and she got in trouble because she came home late one night, and they took away her license. And then they gave it back to her a week later because they just got sick and tired of taking her to school and then to work and then picking her up and then dropping her off for that. They're like, you know what? Here, have it. But I think the answer is true because, like, that, and maybe maybe just getting softer in my old age, but, like, I think the punishment, if there's a punishment, there should be, is to pay for the fixes. Yeah. While you go out and, you know, do the parallel parking thing, which honestly, from everything I've heard, also not necessarily your daughter's fault because like nobody likes to parallel park. No. And or I feel like from what I've heard, driving test kind of skimps on that now. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I, I would agree. You know, obviously, if your insurance comes in, your insurance is going to cover a lot of it, but your insurance premiums and things are going to go up. So that then turns into, OK, well, now you have to cover the increase in insurance basically no, i think uh you definitely make them pay for whatever they got paid for and then uh now now you get some good old daughter 
daughter father parallel parking exercise, which I got to tell you, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I know for sure there's one parent in every household that the kid does not want to drive with. Yeah. It's not the same. I've not seen it be same across the board. Mine, it was my mom. Mm -hmm. 100% still, as an adult now, will not drive with her. Mm Mm-hmm. So I hope you're not that one, because if so, then you've just doubled down on the punishment, and yep. therefore, there you go. You get it everything you need for. Yeah. Speaking of terrible parking, like I said, there's one thing that we spend a lot of time with, AJ McCall. It's bad parking. Have you voted for partners? Because tomorrow, we're going to find out who's the most annoying in Cache Valley. Now, I don't think that there's been any property destruction done, but that doesn't mean these still aren't kind of lousy people. Six minutes. Almost forgot the poll of the day from our previous listener. So daughter scrapes quarter panel backs of a parent car, backs in the neighbor's car. Dad wants to take license away for a stretch. Mom says, no, just explain. I think AE practice. And assuming I don't think she's getting out of paying either way. Right. Right. So let's just assume that's happening. Regardless, which way do you go? AJ McCall VFX on our social media, Utah's VFX on Twitter. Do you take the license away? Do you explain in practice? Mm-hmm. That being said, they obviously came to the right spot because the A.J. McCall show deals with terrible parking a lot. Look no further than Parknarks, pinned to the top of our Facebook page, have you voted? Now, to this point, I don't think there has been any property destruction in Parknarks. None that we've heard. There's been no scraped cars. No, I think there's been a close call with, I want to say there was like a sprinkler that somebody was almost going to hit. Oh, that's that right. Was, I think that was last year. Yeah. But I can't remember. Been, May have been the year before. Like it was bent because the parking cement block had been shoved. Okay, yeah. So maybe, maybe smidge. But, smidge. But unsure that the car was the one it's who fair. caused it's it you know in it the is. picture. I, I don't think the car hit it hard enough to break that specific cement block. If I anything, maybe so. pushed it a little bit. Yeah. But we digress because there's no denying that... It's still terrible parking. Regardless, like nominee number one, perfectly parked, who moved a cone to park in a stripy rectangle. It's bad. <sighs> Bro, no. Like cone says, hey, attention, no. That means don't park here. Stripy rectangle also fills in the space as in you can't park here. This space is filled in. But apparently we didn't learn our lesson from 2021 no. because nominee number two, also stripy rectangle. I got to stand out. Mom said. Yep, she did. She said, you can do anything you want. And you look like an absolute tool as you turned yep. out of the main driveway of whatever store you're at to park horizontal yeah. in a huge stripy rectangle right at the front of the store. You tool you. Which one, though, annoys you most? The one taking up the space right in the front or the one that got, had the audacity to get out, move the cone, and while doing that and getting back in the car, thought to themselves, this is fine. Yeah, yeah, this is okay. I'm good with this. Utah's VFX pinned at the top of our Facebook page. Of course, if you see terrible nominees uh, for partners, see bad parking, take a picture, send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX. We would love to continue to clean up parking for uh, social media. Unfortunately, at Park Narcs, we can't do anything about Main Street with them continuing to put businesses there and it already being a nightmare as it is. Sorry. You know, do what we can. Yeah. So recently... I have not slept well, and I've looked into calling them alternative ways seems weird, <laughs> but just just AIDS. How about yeah, AIDS, yeah. right? So someone suggested white noise slash music, and apparently there's a YouTube channel for it. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I'm going to play you some of this YouTube channel. Oh, no. It creeps me out. I think I'm going to regret this. 
We already know based on the list of things people need more of, sleep is ranked very high. And I think right now even you would be like, yeah, I, I mean, could I get some more sleep? Yeah, I would definitely take some more sleep. Absolutely. AJ McCall on VFX. So when you're not sleeping well, it could just throw off your whole game. So I have not been talking about it. And someone suggested I try white noise. Okay. I thought, okay, well, that's, you know, it's not uncalled for, right? Right. So then they went a step further. They said, oh, there's actually YouTube channels donated specifically to like sleeping background noise, et cetera. Uh You should try. Yeah. So they sent me one. I'm going to play just a little bit of this for you. And I want to know what you think about it because I have thoughts on it. So here's just a clip of this. Here's just a clip of the the YouTube link that's 10 hours long they sent me. So I, 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 I like it. I feel like it's very, I don't know. You've got, you've got the, the mutteredness in the bottom of it. I feel like for me, this is a great idea. Maybe not this exact YouTube channel, but I feel like something with like some subliminal messaging or something, because I feel like, I don't know what she says. I don't know what her, her singing is. I don't know what it references. I don't know if it's some kind of, you know, spell or whatever to be able to actually sleep well. But I think to. I cannot stand it. Really? It sent like we listened to. It's a 14. I signed like five seconds. It sends shivers up my spine. It raises my anxiety. That's crazy. I have no idea why, but I was listening to it yesterday when, when I got sent to me. And I, it's 10 hours and I clicked around and it changes a little bit, Mm -hmm. but like, I felt more height, like stressed out. I was freaking out listening to it. And I was like, I don't know what is happening in this because it's supposed to be just a coffee shop with just old music on in the background and rain on the window. And I think honestly, it has like a portrait that moves as the background that bugs me out too. I think if I were to see the portrait that was moving, that would be a different, I think I would freak out more about it but no for me i mean i thought that was a it was nice uh, N- not necessarily like oh wow peaceful but like serene it, calming. I, it 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 sent like i it sent shivers up my spine in just that four second it raises my stress level i have no idea why <laughs> i was like dude i don't know what you sent me but this is demon magic and oh, i don't pff. care for it i didn't mind that that being said i know you could hey Teach their own, and I'll send yeah, you the link, sure. and you can have it. Well, I'm not my question, to it, my but... follow, <laughs> my follow question was, what would be your white noise? Because there was a study the other day that said it, it shouldn't be the television. Leaving a TV on yeah. while you to, as you fall asleep is actually very bad for you. I would believe that. So, what would be the not demon magic thing that you could put on in the background that would actually help you sleep? I like that sound. Um, for me, I run my humidifier. Um, that usually is pretty good for me. Um, one of the tips that I've tried for sleeping, meditating before I go to bed is usually right. pretty good. Like if you sit down and you just quiet your brain, avoiding obviously phone, blue screen light at all for what? 45 minutes. I think it's an hour is what they recommend, but like 45 minutes minimum, is also helpful before you go to bed. Sometimes tea is helpful. Sometimes tea gives gives me weird dreams. I don't know. Right, and, and I want to get to the tips. But my question is, like, what would the white noise? Because like you see those commercials, 
Like I saw the other day, uh, I think it was Google mm-hmm. changed one of their white noise for kids, whatever. I can't remember what it was. And then pe- people fripp- flipped out because they didn't say really? anything. Okay. But they had a white noise generator specifically for kids. And they were like, oh, we're just going to change it. Didn't say mm. anything. Because like I see the thing where people are like, whale sounds in no. the beach. No. Or birds in nature. And I'm like, no. Mm. Like those Mm-mm. suck. Yeah. I'd like to think like rain on a window, which is in this, mm-hmm. would be because I like sleeping during storms. But that... Mm. Yeah. That, that's whatever it is, does something to me that's yeah. not good. Yeah. Humidifier for me, mm. pretty good. If you play some subliminal messaging, I guess, throughout that lovely little playlist. Take over the world. Um, sort Take of like that. Over I the mean, world. yeah, yeah. Take over the world. Yeah. Okay. So, white noise kind of seems like a big swing and a miss for me when it comes to sleeping better. Question is then, what in the heck do I do then? Because I'm I'm not taking a sleeping pill. I'm not doing it. No. White noise, kind of a swing. Or per, how about specifically designed white noise, kind of a swing and a miss for the sleeping aid, it seems like. Because it got weird and I just, I don't, who finds whales relaxing? In all honesty. I don't know. AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debate at 8. Then the McCall said, you know, humidifier. I think it's just you kind of tune yourself into it, right? Fan for me, humidifier. Those don't bother me. Hear nothing. The tip for sleeping, though, I think is what 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 do you got like in your comfortable situation that stands out that maybe not necessarily that not everyone has, but in your sleeping arrangement outside of, you know, let's say bed, pillow, blanket partner you know the necessities what stands out as an addition to the bedroom that you feel like definitely contributes to you sleeping mm, humidifier usually i mean i think the noise is part of it my i need to get a new humidifier really but the humidifier that i have is it's a pretty loud one it, it runs but it, it's kind of nice because i think i kind of zone into it um and so as soon as I like hone into the noise, then it's okay for me. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's about it. Did dogs. we ever find out? <laughs> I was waiting for that very, one. You know, the presence of dogs. Uh, I don't know that that helps, one. but you know, it's there. Uh, did we ever find out if they made a pillow that has some kind of cooling system mm-hmm. in it? Because I feel like I definitely sleep better when I've got the cold side of the pillow. I'm pretty sure that they do. I think it's like a bajillion dollars, no <sighs> less than. Because like, so so for the longest time, I was one of those people who did not sleep on more than a pillow. Uh-huh. One. Now we're two. I'm a two pillow. I'm a two pillow person now. But so if Ashley and I hang out in the living room or the bedroom and she happens to lay against him or whatever, what I will swap them <laughs> to find the one that has not been used to try and find the coolest option so that I have it. And then I will wait until I go to bed and I'll put that on the bottom so it's against the wall and sleep on the top one. And then right before bed, you swap them uh-huh. so you get the cool one and try and get to sleep as fast as humanly possible, even though it doesn't always work. Yeah. I tell you, I think I need to invest in blackout curtains. That's really what I need. Yeah. I don't I, need soundproof. I just need light proof. Yeah. I had my blackout curtains. They're upstairs right now, but I need to get them. I need to get them set up downstairs in my bedroom that I'm sleeping in right now. Um, that one's really helpful. They also say that like when you when it comes to sleeping, if you don't lay down until it's like lay down in your bed until it's like actually time 
for bed, it's like a reset for your brain. Like you're supposed to get up after you've laid down for like 45 minutes or something, get up, walk around for a little bit, do some kind of a reset so that it's like, okay, we're going to sleep. Like this is the process. We're sleeping now. So you get up, walk around and then go lay back down. Because honestly, I feel like when I very first lay down, I was just thinking about this last night. When I very first lay down, I feel like my body relaxes immediately and I feel like I could just fall right to sleep if I just hone into that, you know? Um, but then I grab my phone and then my body's like, oh, okay. No big deal. <laughs> We're not actually sleeping. Got it. We're relaxing. It's really all, all of this, all this can't sleep stuff is my brain be like, bro, bro, what gives? Yeah. You're just throwing me, you're throwing me curveballs left and right. I do not appreciate it. Yep. Bro. So for 2022, ideally in a new year, some things would change. COVID would change. Maybe your news resolutions, you would change. Well, inevitably, we're going to evolve. Things are going to change into something else. Style, for instance, is ever changing. And I thought, okay, let's take a look at what they think is going to be big in 2022. There's one thing that is supposedly coming back. Good news, Preston. <laughs> I can no, no. Oh, okay. Hey, nostalgia's real. There's no denying it. As a millennial, there's a reason that all the 90s stuff is coming back. So I get it, but that's... If it was a bad idea then, it's a bad idea now is my point. When you talk about things they say are coming for 2022 style. AJ McCall on VFX. I'm mostly talking about the fact that they say that mullets are probably coming back. Perfect. <sighs> mullets have been back. I don't know what they're saying mullets are coming back. Mullets have been back for like the last two years. Mm. I don't know that I can necessarily disagree. I was going to yeah. make the argument. I was like, I think it's I was like, nah, I don't know that it's necessary no. where we live. People are doing people are doing mullets. People are permitting their mullets. Like slowly it's a, but surely, this has yeah. been a thing, guys. Yeah. Like, so, I'll I'll just take that one. Kay. Take the party party in the back and business in the front. I'm going to set it over there. Okay. But speaking of party in the front, business in the back, would you describe to me? And I'm not saying I hate it. I just want to know what it looks like. Goth business casual. Because it is on the style trend of 2022. Oh. I mean, I've seen these. I've seen these videos. This, I'm always curious where people are getting their information because this is like old. <laughs> this is like last year. Like they started doing this like last year, but it's fascinating to me. So, goth business casual, I would classify as. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to best dark. It's just dark clothes. Really, it's like black everything. Um, oh, if that's the case, yeah, it's, definitely. We've been there. It, yeah, it's not really like... We're there. Yeah. It, I'll have to find a picture and show it to you, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. It's like, I've been wearing this. I mean, not today, obviously. This is, I'm wearing bell bottoms and a sweater. This is not goth business casual, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the most questionable, despite my distaste for mullets, that made this list is, quote, tooth gems. Yeah. Because nothing says put your money where your mouth is like putting your money where your mouth is. But again, this is like this list, I feel like is like, did BuzzFeed do this? Feels very BuzzFeed-esque. Does not say. But anyway, yeah. I mean, I've had a couple of friends who have actually had them put in, I think, last year. Halsey was really the one who like brought it more like mainstream, I guess you could say. But that was what even before she announced she was pregnant. It's like it's like the new age grill, right? It's yeah. less flashy, but yeah. 
Uh, Still shiny. I would just be terrified. Like with a grill, you're not going to accidentally swallow your grill. Right. If that gym, for whatever reason, just happens to come loose one day, guess who just swallowed a million dollars? Yeah. That's why you just don't get like actual diamonds. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm going to cubic zirconia my teeth. Just it's for it's a money thing. Like it's a money it looks thing. nice, but I don't want to accidentally swallow, you know, a 2 million dollar diamond. Yeah, well what happens? I mean, is my insurance going to cover that? I don't think so. I don't know. At this point like like celebrities have to have crazy insurance, right? Cuz wh- oh, who who is the what was the rapper put the the jewel in his head? Lil Uzi Vert. He had to there's yeah. no way that he couldn't find a way like he had to have created an insurance policy. Oh yeah. For the what was twenty twenty plus million dollar jewel or something yeah. like that, yeah, that he stapled to his forehead, yeah. Then they kind of feel like with stuff like that, it feels like there was stuff for so long. People were like, "That's really stupid," and then someone was like, "Okay, but what if you do it?" And then they like sort of like classied it up, but it was the same concept. You're like, oh, "Okay, well that's not stupid anymore." Yeah, that's how it feels. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. mullets and goth business casual mm-hmm. and tooth gyms. They all feel mm-hmm. the same. At some point, like, like a vast majority of us like, that is so dumb. It's like trashy when you're broke and classy when yeah, you're rich. Kind of. Yeah, it's, basically. Yeah. yeah that. Yeah. That's what that feels like. Mm-hmm. I would 100% agree with that. <sighs> uh, good news. There's a chance for you to win and do a good deed all at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was really confused, though, when it said you could win Super Bowl tickets for your blood. Throwback Thursday, awesome with Tim and Lynn and One Republic. Apologize on VFX. Never miss Throwback Thursday or any of Utah's hottest music. Get our mobile app, totally free. Utah's VFX in the App Store. Or you can, of course, stream us online at utahsvfx.com where you can find all the links to social media and the podcast. AJ McCall on VFX. If the saying is it costs an arm and a leg, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm pretty sure if you take my arm and or leg... Blood's going to come with it. For sure. So the the saying involves giving blood for something, but when it's the, the headline said you could win a pair of Super Bowl tickets in exchange for your blood, I thought, okay, hold on a second. Wait wait just a moment. What kind of vampire deal did we strike up here? What, what, what are we talking? A finger? A little prick here? Shake it? And then like all of a sudden I've committed myself. What are we doing? No, it's actually a blood drive. Uh-huh. Which is great. It's a chance to win. You can win Super Bowl tickets on top of other great prizes like uh, round trip. Uh, excuse me. There's a $500 gift card. There's uh, subwoofers. There's a whole uh, home entertainment system. There's a bunch of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all cool stuff, and it's all done by the Red Cross, uh-huh. who says they're suffering from a severe blood shortage. So this it's- is the the juice to try and get it going. Yeah. It's like the Red Cross's blood supply is, at, I mean, historically low levels right now. So it's crazy. They've teamed up with the NFL. They're giving away prizes. And so if you donate, you've got a chance to win. That's cool. So you're doing a good deed and can win. So that's all great. Yeah. Again, the idea, the, 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 the headline that I got sucked into this was like, you could win a pair of Super Bowl tickets in exchange for your blood. And I was like, okay, what YouTuber, TikToker is doing what? Right. Like, of what, course. What are, what are we doing here? Of course. Because I'm not saying I wouldn't consider it, to be honest, depending on what you're looking for. Because, like, I don't know, even if I became independently wealthy, that I could justify spending that kind of coin on those tickets. They are going to be well above four digits. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's, yeah. It's crazy. Mm. You know, it's funny. The uh, same thing. So, like, I, I hear this and I'm like, I'm getting blood in a while. I should probably go do this. You'd think I, I, we do the plasma thing every day. And you can earn money, just go sit there, and they do their whole thing, right? Yeah, You're yeah. In, in and out, what, less than an hour probably. Mm-hmm. 
And you think I did it, but I just, it's one of those things where I think it's available. Like this is the, this one has the time sensitive thing, right? Because the big football game's coming up soon. Right. And the plasma's there all the time. And I'm like, I'll get around to it. Yeah. And it's the difference, right? It's available all the time. So I go none of the time versus there's, uh, there's only so much time left. I better rush in to do this now. Yeah. See, I, so I logged on to like, if you go to redcrossblood.org, they've got all of the breakdown as to like where local drives are around you. Uh, there's one like tomorrow at Mount Logan Stake that's like there's four appointments. There's one on Monday at the uh, Taggart Center. There's, I mean, there's tons. There's tons of places. I mean, this is, this is, there's five literally within uh, a week, within I, the next I mean, week. There and are, then there's I, so many more. Good to know that specific information. I feel like they're always around, but there, there you go. Again, you can win tickets to the big game. Which uh, would also include the round trip flights, the hotel mm-hmm. stay, a gift card to cover expenses like food. Um, there's a pa- there's a home entertainment package as well. I mean, there's there's stuff you can win. So, good deed. Yeah. Chance to win. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't win, still good deed. Coin in the karma bank, sort of. I feel like if you're incentivized to do it, it diminishes a little bit. Still, but still, but still. At the end of the day, it's still good. So, you know, check out Red, uh, Red Cross. Donate blood. Maybe win big. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. It's a little Nas X and Jack Harlow. VFX's Facebook roulette. What is on your Facebook page? It looks so awesome. We want it on ours. And it's not stealing. In meme world, it's called stealing. Yeah. AJ Knight McCall, Taylor for Friends with us on Facebook. Then you can play because we'll see your post. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Anna's post, and it says previously on, first of all, I've been watching this for 10 straight hours, so... (laughs) No need to update me. Fair. I know exactly what previously happened. I was here. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine, I landed on a meme Ooh. that is a picture of Titanic, the scene, right? Jack, oh, no, there's no oh, rose for you. I saw this but one. But Pete Davidson sitting on the door and it says, uh, I'm sorry, Jack, there's no room sorry, for you. Sorry, Jack, no room for you. You can win. Because I saw this one and I was very, I was debating on whether or not to land on that one. Fellas, check under your bed. Pete Davidson might be there. Watch out. I'll be coming to steal your girl. I'll come get you. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. AJ McCall combined on all social media. You can find and add as well. Also, if you miss anything on the podcast, thank you for all those that do listen there and go back and look or mm-hmm, find it if mm-hmm. they miss it. Search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. Be careful. Yes. Chance of some snow, little bit this afternoon. Looks like it's tapered off a little bit in terms of chances, but still a chance. And then it's supposed to snow tonight, which means snow tomorrow. And then it's supposed to get cold. Yeah. So yay. Watch out. Put on a coat. Do I'm that. your mom. Okay. Do Put that. on your coat. And please be careful. Yes. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.